0: The Pat Kenny Show. With Matter Private Network. On News Talk. Time for this. Gardening on The Pat Kenny Show. With the Huskvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Huskvarna.ie
1: And I can assure you that the Huskvarna lawnmower that I have is making my lawn look lovely after the rain of the last few weeks. Cork, and the life is back in the garden.
0: It sure is. And that rain was surely welcomed. But it's been a fantastic September, Jonathan. We've got a, a really an Indian summer and you can see it in your garden because the plants are responding so well. They're still in bloom. There's fabulous colour around at the moment. And what's amazing to me is the amount of butterflies and honeybees and bumblebees that are still so active in the middle of September. It's great to see.
1: It really is, well, possibly important to doom as well with global warming. But the thing is, you're telling me now that I can plant things that I'll be able to eat despite the fact it is the middle of September.
0: Absolutely. We, we generally associate the planting of vegetables and herbs with springtime, with March and April. But now in September, if you think of it, Jonathan, the temperatures are still quite warm. The soil is quite warm as well. And as you say, we've got recent rain. So the planting of autumn, winter and spring veg should occur at this time of year in your your local garden centre. They've got lots of edible plants, things like cabbage pixie, which is a nice dwarf variety of cabbage, purple sprouting broccoli, kale, which is absolutely fabulous, the lovely curly kale, things like winter lettuce, which if you you plant now as plants, will be ready to use within about four to six weeks and you can sim- simply start harvesting them on a regular basis right through the autumn, winter and spring period and of course garden herbs. Think about Christmas Jonathan, think about the turkey and the ham. Plant some herbs today and they'll be ready for Christmas and you can simply grow them mm. in a window box a hanging basket or a container out of doors, they're winter hardy, things like rosemary and thyme and sage. But are
1: they, oh, hang on, are they, are they rain hardy? Because my poor unfortunate absolutely. window boxes were lovely until it absolutely teemed with rain for about two weeks and they all look miserable now so nope. how well will they hold up
0: the herbs will, will absolutely love that. And, and if anything, they like to grow in a free draining soil in a window box and container. The rain won't damage them because they're not going to be flowering. It's just going to be foliage on things like sage and thyme and rosemary. And they're totally winter hardy. So the key thing with herbs through the winter is to pick them on a regular basis because that stimulates some new growth. And you can use them right through the winter period. And if you're not using them, simply freeze them, put them in, into some ice cubes and store them in the, fri- in the freezer over the winter period. And you can use them them at christmas so september is the time garlic should be planted japanese onion sets and you can still sow some seed fast maturing edibles like radish and beets and sweet turnips can be still sown from seed this time of year or indeed a great range of vegetables called the speedy range from sutton's there's a whole collection of edibles available under the speedy veg range and as the okay. name suggests they're ready ready in a couple of weeks
1: Um, let's uh, go to some questions that have come in Um, a lot of them are weather related Um, my plants although lasted well they're all dying off now Uh, what can I put in my pots to give some winter colour so again the weather has done for the plants that she had Uh, what's next
0: Right. Well, so, And it's a great time of year. Mid-September is a great time to change your containers. So things like winter pansies, winter violas, the beautiful cyclamen, they're available at the moment. They're absolutely gorgeous. Trailing ivies, even though they don't flower, they give lovely foliage colour and they trail down the front of the window box. A lovely plant called heuchera, which come in a whole range of autumn colours. Lovely leaf colour, Jonathan. They're beautiful in pots of containers. Ornamental cabbage. Um, and with all of that, I would mix some spring flowering bulbs. So all the bulbs are available at the moment, the dwarf tulips, the dwarf daffodils, the crocuses, the snowdrops, and so on. And they do so well in pots and containers, but mix them up with the winter pansies, the cyclamen, the violas, and the winter heathers, and you'll have a beautiful array of color that will last into the spring of next year.
1: Amy is listening this morning. Good morning, Amy. She says she's loads of solar lights out on the uh, shrubs and trees in the garden. Might be a strange question. Do they harm the plants with strong light at night time?
0: There's no such thing as a strange question here on The Gardening Show. And the answer is studies and research has shown, particularly for street lighting, you know, if you think in Dublin, we've got lots of trees right under street lights. And what we find and what research is showing us is that the foliage stays longer on trees that are growing underneath uh, artificial light. Uh, urban lighting, as it were. And the leaves are actually larger. They produce larger leaves because they respond to the light and they come into leaf earlier in the spring. So if anything, the light is actually extending the growing season for the trees or shrubs in the garden. But LED lighting and solar lighting will do no harm whatsoever to uh, garden shrubs. And if anything, they take on a different appearance at nighttime. They're absolutely beautiful to see the lights shining up through the shrubs. So no Mm -hmm. danger, Amy, whatsoever. No issue.
1: Yeah, you might confuse the odd owl, but that's fine. Um, yeah. Moira, uh, Mona, I beg your pardon, says, is it too late to give a hedge, a box hedge, a light clipping? There wasn't much growth due to the heatwave. Isn't the time, that we're coming into the time of the year now yeah. where you should be clipping the hedges?
0: Absolutely. September. So the nesting season has finished and we're into the trimming back of hedges in particular. So boxwood in, in this case, but also Copper Beach, grislinia, laurel and so on, they should be trimmed now. Give them a trimming back. Don't cut them too severe because you don't want them too naked looking for the winter, but tip them back, taking five or six inches off laurel and grislinia and maybe an inch or so off the boxwood. But this is the time to tidy back hedges and give them a little bit of a trim and a bit of a tidy up. It's a great time. Or particularly newly planted hedging, Jonathan. A lot of people don't trim newly planted hedging. They, They want it to grow as tall as possible, but it's critical to trim them back, even as young plants, to encourage a bushy base and a, a nicer plant
1: indeed uh, who wouldn't want that and finally one quick one uh, recently got new paving slabs but there's a couple of weeds coming through them what's the best weed killer to deal with it and how frequent a problem is it going to be rip up the slabs that's what I say but you'll yeah. probably give me some product <laughs> that'll do it for me
0: yeah well you look at there are plenty of, of uh, patio weed killer treatments you can use something like the weed free 360 that gets rid of the the weeds very very quickly generally you do it once a year um, and, and you know can be done at this time of year early spring and that tends to keep the weeds at bay
1: Okay, one more question that's come in. Sean, the answer is yes. That's what you need to do. That's all I can say in relation to that one. And thank you so much for calling in, Porter Corkin.
0: Thanks, Jonathan. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.